Hello and welcome to Self-Love Therapy, the podcast. I'm Elsie Blass from elsieblass.com and today we're going to talk about a few things. We're going to talk about beautiful, wonderful, amazing men and their journey with self-love and finding love. I do want to tap into that today. And also prayer and fasting and I don't know how the two go together at this point, but I can't, I think we kind of do, right? So, well, here's what happened. Let me tell you a story, quick story. I, out of nowhere, had an epiphany and I really wanted a transformation in one area of my life. And then I thought, oh, it's going to require fasting and prayer. And then I just couldn't fast and pray about me because I have three people in my life that they need a transformation absolutely immediately. And I couldn't fathom the thought of being so selfish. And now I want to share this lightly, right? Because there could have been a moment where I said to myself, I'm actually going to choose me and I'm actually going to pray and fast for myself, to deliver myself from my own situation, from my own affliction. And, I, and that would have been fine and I would have honored that and I would have respected it and I would have loved the idea of that. But the truth is, there was no wrong, right or wrong in that choice. It was just really about, hmm, there's a part of me that wants to say it was about who needed the prayer and fasting most. I could just tolerate my, ex my experience for a little while longer. It's okay. I've dealt with it for many years. What's another three to six months? Right. Um, so there was that because their issue is a right now issue. My issue, I already know the coping skills that I can, that I've developed over time to, you know, begin allowing that process. And so I thought to myself, it's okay. It's fine. But I did want to just share with you and with myself that it would have been okay to choose myself as well, because there's no right or wrong. You know, a lot of people want, would make, they like to label things as right and wrong when really it's just, well, what's, what's available right now? What should we do right now? What can we do right now type of experience? So I was fasting online, everything, social media, besides one particular, um, location, um, in my phone <laughs> where I was doing research and I was researching and helping and learning and listening to men discuss their journey with self-love, their journey with self-exploration, their journey with dating and where they are right now. And I was just taking it all in and listening and asking questions 
and some of them really did seem like they were ready for love and had done the work or didn't have much issue and were just ready to explore finding a partner. And then you had other men that desperately needed self-love and it didn't make any sense for them to be looking for love because the love needed to start from within their own soul. But it's not just men who go through that. It's everyone. It's they, them, it's her, it's everyone. I love how the dogs outside agree. <laughs> Facing the lake and they just love taking walks with their dog around here. I don't know if the software will pick it up, but in the mic, but, um, and it's just been so refreshing to stay off of online and being exposed to things, people, places, and things that really wire our own thought process, really wire our behavior. And some people have kind of bashed that idea like, oh, you don't need to post that you're not going to be online. No one's going to miss you. No one's going to know you're gone. You could just go, you know, and it's like, shush, stop it. Who cares if we want to share that we're going to be gone from social media? That's okay. That's healthy. It's okay for us to let others know that stepping away is a positive thing and they should do it too. Like, so I posted it not so much because I'm like, people care about me and they want to know where I am, but simply because people need to know that it's okay to step away and nothing is going anywhere. We're all coming back. We'll all see each other again, God willing. And so, yeah, so I just wanted to share that. If you want to ever post on your page, like, hey, I'm, I'm out for a couple of days, like, please do that. That's so healthy. That spreads the love of our mental health and, you know, and what others can do and steps that they can take in order to revise and refresh their own thinking, their own emotions, their own love and self-love. It's so liberating and refreshing to just be gone to just be gone and not share any of your life with the world and there are people who are waiting and there are people who are watching and there are people who will miss you i've received all of those type of messages before like oh my gosh when i wake up like you're the first person that i i go to you your stories like that's my morning thing that's what i go to you know i just i drink my coffee and i go through your stories and I'm like, oh my gosh, really? That's so freaking cool. And so I make sure that I put entertaining things on there, whether it's to make you laugh, whether it's a quote, you know, um, something you, for you to ponder about, a question, um, or a photo or a video of myself. You know, I've received messages that's like, no, we want more videos of you. We want to see you. We want to hear your voice. We want for you to be out there. Um, I did have even a friend, not even like people who, who, who follow, but just say like the camera loves you, like just do more video, like show up, show out. And then I had others that just said, yeah, like, you know, we want to see more. So people are watching, people do care, people want to see you, you have changed their life, you have motivated them in some way, you have raised the bar for them, you have exposed them to some truth, you have validated their feelings and their thoughts. And that's another thing. 
when I was listening to these men, I was, I, I almost got caught up in, but you're not listening. You're not hearing, you're not validating. Step into validation right now. Step into listening. You can't receive what it is that he's saying unless you listen. And you're listening with your soul. You're listening with your heart. And your heart, in case you didn't know, has neurotransmitters. It has a heart brain. Okay, your heart has a brain. And it registers thoughts to be able to transmit into words by sending it to your mind. And so I, my heart was thinking and my heart was like, you're not paying attention. You're not listening. And I was like, damn, I thought I was a good listener. I thought I was great. And I am, I'm great at some of those things, but it's so, you know, I had to step out of psychology mode. I had to step out of, hey, wait a minute. He's missing this other component. And I had to step into a relationship mindset, like who I am um, as far as like in a relationship. I had to listen from that space because I'm better at listening <laughs> that space. Um, not, okay, let me try to explain this. I'm going to grab my blanket because I feel a little cold. Okay. So there's Elsie and then there's Elsie, right? <laughs> and there's Elsie, the psychologist, great listener, always has, um, a tool or skill that you can step into absolutely immediately. And then there's Elsie who is in a relationship who listens. So I needed to bring her in because she was going to hold space in a different way for a man than the psychologist would or the therapist could or the coach in me would. Now there's different versions of me. I combine them all in a session to ensure the best version of myself is able to facilitate the coaching experience and the, and the self-love session that needs to happen. But I needed something else from the LC that steps into a relationship. I needed her to listen. And I learned this in my 20s, um, in my, my first uh, marriage. And I had to learn how to listen differently. And I brought that to the table really took in what they were saying. And I was like, oh, okay, I get it. I get it now. I get it. So of course that, and for like, I would say a month, I've been thinking, oh, I should come out with self-love therapy for men and, you know, and share that. And I think it'll be amazing. I have had a lot of men take the self-love therapy program that I have now. So I wouldn't be doing much tweaking because I did tailor it a specific way to cater to both, you know, anyone really. <laughs> and now I just feel like there needs to be some slight revisions. And so I'm willing to work on that. I'm trying to think about when to do this and how to incorporate it. And I, I kind of have an idea of just jumping in because it's so fresh in my mind to be able to do it. But initially... 
there's that, you know, there's, there's that that's showing up for me. And I really want to work on that. And I really want that to be a, a research project that I entertain within the first quarter of the year. Um, but I still want to facilitate some form of thinking concerning that. So I'm going to pin that as something that I'd like to conquer in the first, you know, quarter of the year, 2023. And then but there's the reason that I even came on today. And it's it's kind of like, a, um, hmm. I feel like even women need to, or just anyone, oh, I have so many thoughts. We need to hold space for men in a different way. You know, it doesn't matter who you are. I have gay friends and I feel like even they can hold space for themselves and hold space for men a different kind of way. So, okay. Well, why I really came on and just went on a tangent there, um, was to share my personal story and journal about my prayer and fasting. (laughs) So that's what I got out of my prayer and fasting. It was listening to others and strategically giving love to where love was needed and holding space for the men in this world. So I learned that this week, a beautiful, beautiful experience. The second thing I learned this week is that the first thing I need to drink is water, which I knew, I knew, I know, (laughs) I know. The PhD in me knew, (laughs) but I wasn't really applying that concept. I would just go straight to coffee a lot of the times and I'd be bloated the whole day and I would hold on to so much water weight and sodium that it was hurting my fitness goals. And so ever since I just woke up and snapped out of it and during my fasting and prayer, it was like, no, we're going to water first. We're going to eat and then we're going to have you know, a coffee or a shake or something else. But the first thing that needs to go in my stomach is food. And the reason for that is because my stomach lining, just my makeup right now as a woman, it just, or as a person, it's just like, no, it wants, it wants protein first. It's like, hey, before you put coffee with almond milk and a little bit of sugar in your body, I need to eat. I need to coat the stomach so I can hold space for the caffeine, so I can hold space for the shake with almond milk too. (laughs) And like, I need water first. Give me water, give me food, and then you can have whatever it is that you want to have besides chocolate because ever since I turned 39, maybe 40, I think my, my 40th year, I've been the most bloated ever. It's been the most annoying I've been. I've been fighting bloat all year long. I think my body just changed when I turned 40. It was like the clock just knew like, hey, you're 40 years old. Whenever you eat chocolate, I'm going to bloat you. Whenever you have coffee before food or not with food, I'm going to bloat you. If you drink a shake before you drink water, I'm going to bloat you. Like... My, my, I had to, and I learned that overnight this week and I was like, oh my gosh, this is another takeaway (laughs) from this year. And my stomach has gone down tremendously. My abs are, are coming in. And of course I have more work to do 
it's my goal. It's always been my goal every year for my birthday to have these like super lean abs. And I always get close, but I never can accomplish it. And last year for my birthday, I was so swollen, so filled with water weight. It was, it looked like I gained 20 pounds overnight. Okay, 10 pounds or 15 pounds overnight. It was very close to 20. I just felt really large. And I went to Orlando and I visited family and I visited, oh my gosh, I should show you a picture. Um, and I visited some friends, um, great friend Linda and Amal and Monica. And we just had this delicious food and <laughs> me and Linda were just drinking away. Like I was just, I was holding it down and I never drink. <laughs> like that was it was crazy. I was like, oh my gosh. I felt like I was swelling up by the minute though. But by the time we took a photo, uh, you know, after the night was over, I looked so like, like not drunk, but like I definitely looked like I had been drinking. I was bloated. I had like swelled up in my body. My body was just like, I am not used to this. What are you doing? But I had a great, delicious time. So, so there's that. And then I had like, oh my gosh four of those sweet little desserts. I mean, I was losing, I was just going the extra mile, you know? And I think it just, I honored myself. I was just like, man, I never let loose. I never just indulge to this capacity. Never have I ever. And it's my 40th year and I just want to indulge. I just want to say yes, 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 yes to this whole experience. So so I learned from that also, like, yeah, you know, I'm definitely going to indulge here and there. Hopefully I don't pay a high price for it at times, but I'm probably going to do it in my own home next time. <laughs> so when I look crazy, I look crazy in my living room, you know, <laughs> so there's that. And I feel like I learned so much this week about myself and my own journey with mental health and love and relationships and self-love and it feels good. And I didn't intend this. I, I was focused on my family. I was focused on nourishing them with prayer and fasting. I was focused on delivering their freedom and being that vessel to pray. You know, when we pray, when we talk to source and God, we open the door for transformation in someone else's life as well as our own. And so I just wanted to share my experience with you I also did pray for you as well during this time of just sacrifice, you know, just sacrificing things that love, joy, and distractions is what I shared with you in the previous episode um, that I still haven't posted yet. So this is part two of prayer and fasting. And yeah, so let's talk about you. Let's talk about your self-love session for today. You can do a morning fast, no breakfast or a midday, no lunch or an evening, no dinner. You can do all day. You can fast just social media and apps in general, anything that's going to distract you. I did go on Duolingo <laughs> to do some of my lessons and I did go to scroll to click to get into the social media apps and then I would catch myself. Because it was such a habit of like, scroll, 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 click. And when I got to scroll, scroll, and I saw the folder where all the social media apps are in, I was like, 
oh, no, we're not, we're not doing that. That's right. <laughs> and I would get back out. So very faithful, um, not faithful to the point where I didn't go to, to look, to search, but I didn't click to get in. So, and I did question that. I did question like, hey, you know, should we delete it? Is it that serious? And for some of you, it might be, maybe you can delete it, you know, and then download it again for the evening or uh, just take like a morning break if that is that if that is what works for you. I have a friend who actually deletes the app. Um, I didn't need to do that. I don't usually need to do that, but I'm not opposed to it. It definitely might be something that I might do in the future. I, I don't know. I don't ever feel like I need to enter into that space, but hey, never say never, right? It's it's always possible. <laughs> You can't put things and, you know, sometimes we can say, no, I'll never do that. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, I highly doubt it. There's like 98% chance I won't ever need to delete the app. I would be able to control myself. But yeah, so, you know, some things we can really control ourselves with, some things we can't. I, I did end up eating a piece of chocolate, I have to confess. Um, it was just like, oh my gosh, I, it was Friday night. I was like, oh my God, I just want to have so much pleasure, um, concerning this. It was just sitting there. So I was able to not go into a nap, but I wasn't able to refrain from not having a piece of chocolate. So small piece, little round chocolate, one of my favorites in the whole entire world problem. Um, so I forgave myself and I was like, Let's just not do that again for the rest of the night, please. And then I was like, okay, I got you. I got you. I got you, girl. Don't worry, girl. I got you, girl. Um, that's the way I talk to myself in secret. No, I'm sometimes. Um, all right. So I'm going to leave you with this self-love session. What can you bring to source, to God? What can you pray for? What would you like to see transformation in? And what is your prayer request? My prayer request has been for healing, restoration of the body, wholeness of mind, body, and spirit, and soul, and freedom from unhealthy connections. That has been my prayer request in my prayer and fasting time. And some religious people would say, oh, when you pray and fast, you're supposed to do it in secret. You're not supposed to like boast about it openly. Ain't nobody boasting right now. <laughs> like that's not what we're doing. This is a teaching. This is a lesson. This is showing you what happens behind the scenes of a coach, of a therapist, of a person who has come here with a purpose and this is definitely tailored for those of you who have a community of people that you pour into, or maybe you have a right now issue that you want a transformation. And this is all, it, all this is, is me being a peer. Um, I wouldn't even say an example. I dare to say that it's just someone that you know, who loves you and who's maybe even calling you to take another step into your spiritual journey and offer a sacrifice of some 
some version of you that can just be put on pause or can just die in this moment so that you can live in another area of your life. That's what this is about. So I encourage you to go to God today. Now, for those of you who are atheists, I love you. And you, what I would share with you, if you're like, well, is there something else? Do you have another version of that <laughs> for me? Yes, absolutely. Of course I do. Of course I do. And I would say because, oh my gosh. So in Eat, Pray, Love, um, Elizabeth Gilbert she does a sacrifice and she sacrifices something that she wanted to meditate her intention on to see change and transformation in her life. And she chose someone else. She chose her friend to see her friend happy in her new marriage because her friend was in an arranged marriage and didn't want to be married to this person because she didn't even know him. She didn't choose him. And so Elizabeth Gilbert sacrificed what it was that she wanted to go to to have transformation in her own life and her healing from leaving her own marriage and decided to visualize going down a path of visualization for her friend to see her friend happy and healthy in her friend's new arranged marriage. So that's what I say. I say, do that, <laughs> do that. And, and I dare to say, visualize yourself as God because you are God. We're all little gods. And and say to yourself, I'm, I'm claiming an intention for this other person or for myself. I'm going to visualize. I'm going to sit here. I'm going to focus on this transformation. I'm going to ask and pray into the universe or to the stars or to myself and just for this transformation. And some Christians might be like, no, you can't do that. Like, yes, you can. It works just the same it works just the same because we already know God is omnipresent and God hears everyone. God answers everyone, not just people who believe in God. God answers everyone. So just stop it. That's one. And two, the universe is listening and the universe has a spirit and the universe, the law is already been proven by science. So you can always talk to the universe. Yeah. So cool. And if you don't want to go that route, like I said, connect with yourself, love yourself, hug yourself. And ask yourself, hey, show me. Show me how I can see this differently. Show me what my next steps are. I'm going to do a visualization for this one thing that I want to see transformation in. And that can be your potion and your potent energy of fasting and praying and just leaving behind something that you deem worthy, that you like love jumping into that has that brings you love and joy and, and it's, it's also a distraction. And focus on the very change that you want to see and visualize it as if it already is that's what i want to leave with you today that is your self-love session i hope you enjoyed this episode a little different from what i usually do but i did have to touch on this because you know this is the self-love podcast and we do talk about self-love therapy and this is a form of therapy is taking care of your spiritual journey your spiritual health and connecting to yourself putting aside this body and what it desires like buddha says and sacrificing and up leveling your mind through this process that's what i have for you today thank you so much for listening i love you 
with all my heart. Make sure to be kind to yourself and each other. And I will talk to you in our next episode. Take care. Oh, I just forgot. Well, I just remembered. Visit elsieblast.com <laughs> forward slash calm. If you want to join calm forward slash savage. If you want to join savage, you can download it instantly right now for 227, I think, or 229, something like that. And then we have elsieblast.com forward slash self love therapy. So take a look-see at those three and enjoy your journey with yourself. I'm here if you need me. You can always reach out. If you like this episode, keep a five-star rating, comment, and remember to share so we can spread the love and teach others how to elevate with their own mind, body, and spirit. Take care.